This is Clint with the Geek Dig Podcast. If you're looking for shenanigans and shit, go check out the BS Podcast Network. John Travolta is playing autistic kid. He's a, he's a grown fucking man. Who's playing an autistic kid? Look at the fucking image of oh his my hair. God. <laughs> oh my god. So this person has a fetish for phones, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Laying there and you hear the other guy masturbating, you're like, is that a ghost? Y'all gonna learn Chinese. Y'all gonna learn Chinese. Y'all gonna learn Chinese. When the pumps come out, y'all gonna speak Chinese. Y'all gonna learn Chinese. Uh, I, I have no rhythm, so that wouldn't, like, I, I don't know how to get onto it. Well, newsflash pouch, rappers nowadays have no rhythm. Oh, you are right, correct. And it's all just mumble, mumble garbage, yeah. so you could do it. You could just, like, if you stutter, you just use it for your, you know. I have no interest. <laughs> not in even the slightest. Why not? I just, I'm not, I don't want to rap. I have no interest. Think about it. You'll be the first ever rapper from Thailand to make it big. It's, it's, if it's even possible <laughs> to make it big. What do you mean? It, it is. So There was one Asian rapper um, back in, like, 2007 yeah, uh, he was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, his name was Jin. Yeah. Uh, now he's MC Jin. Uh, he, but he's he, Chinese. He's Chinese. He had one hit and then disappeared off the face of the fucking earth. Well, and, you know what he did, right? I he, actually, don't ask me why, but one day I spent a couple hours Wikipedia in this guy. He uh, moved to China. I know he moved to China. He got a yeah. career in China. If he started rapping in Chinese. Career. Yeah, I know that much. Wait, how do you know? He might be big over there. You don't I know. It. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, the only... Uh, and I know he went to NMB, so that's kind of... Um, it, he, so he, there was a bit of a connection there, especially because my brother considered him a rival. Wait, why is he a rival? Because my brother wanted to be an Asian rapper, and this guy hit it big before my brother, and my brother was really fucking upset. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up a second. So, okay, and... and I went to the same high school, and that's how I know him, because everyone heard this kid, Jin, when yeah. he went to NMB, so that's yeah. how I knew who the fuck he was. Yes. But your brother was upset because this guy made it famous before your brother. Yes. And my brother, but that's saying that your brother eventually made it famous, which he didn't. He did not. So he just made it famous, and your brother didn't. That's what I meant to say. So, because I wonder time, if your brother's still holding out, like he's still like thinking he's going to release the next record. I don't know, but I doubt, I highly doubt it now, uh, yeah. but... There was when it was happening when when that song was on MTV. You best believe he was fucking mad. He's just like this piece of shit right here. He's so bad. I could I I could do better than him. And shit oh, wait, like why why wouldn't he just be happy that there's an Asian guy rapping? Because and he was jealous. He wanted to be him. He wanted to be the first big Asian rapper. And he was jealous, so he had this he had this one sided rivalry with this guy who didn't even know who he was. You know, a guy who's never met him before in his yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. No, but he was just like I'm better than him. You know, shit like that. I'm, I'm Zen. Zen life. Has your brother rapped? He's terrible. But he has not like professionally on record or anything. But, but I, I know he has friends that had a studio. So did he rap? I don't this? think he ever recorded it. Please tell me that there's somewhere an audio file. I don't think so. I've never heard. <sighs> I've never heard of any any audio of him rapping. Like I, I don't think he's ever actually recorded himself rapping. But I have heard him rap. You know, just off the cuff freestyling, and he's absolutely fucking trash. I really want. <sighs> You don't have... No, nothing. Can you call him and ask him to rap on the phone one day? No. Come on. No. Be like, come on, bro, do it from the dome. And then he's just like... Look, it's hilarious that your brother was trying to be a rapper. Desperately? Desperately. So he was like... Okay, so he... 
he I feel like he really wanted to be a rapper, but he wasn't trying to be one. He never tried to, but he really wanted okay, to. Okay, he really wanted to be yes. good enough to be a rapper. Yes. Okay, so it's it's funny that your brother was trying to be a rapper and SPJ's brother was trying to be a rapper too. Yeah, but S- the difference between SPJ's brother and mine is that SPJ, SPJ's brother actually recorded a fucking uh, record. Yeah, and he released it at he uh, released King of Diamonds. It. Even if it was bad, club. he still released it. <laughs> and I bet you, I guarantee you that... Paco's brother, ODG, at one point wanted to be a, dra- a rapper. I think so. I guarantee I you that. So. Next time we talk to him, we have to ask him if he ever. I don't doubt that. I'm almost sure. Has he? Have you ever heard him try to freestyle before? Yeah, but he's always like, now when he does it, he's like goofing around. Oh, okay. Which is okay. like, I'm sure it's like rhymes he remembers from when he was trying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's always like goofing around. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. He's oh my brother used because my brother used to hang out with a lot of other a lot of people who were more serious about being rappers. You know they were they actually had recorded tracks and shit like that. Yeah. Like they were they were actually trying to get into the game and, and be a musician and, and rap for a living. Were they talented? Some of them were talented. Some of them were okay. talented. Some of them were just you know it's just something they did and they did it very passionately. But most of the time, whenever he would try to freestyle, they would easily shut his ass down. Like that's how that's how much he saw. Oh, so they knew he was bad. Like they knew he was bad. Okay, they weren't like. No, they didn't tell him. Oh, him. you're great. Keep keep at him. it. It's not like they trashed him or anything. They just like whenever, like for for instance, you know, freestyle battling. It's like for instance, he'll just freestyle trying to shit talk one of his friends, and his friends usually will shut him down with one fucking line. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he he would say something. He would, he would wave his hands in the air like a fucking moron. The way you, the way most rappers try to keep rhythm and shit like that whenever they're freestyling or they're rapping. Yeah. Um. So he did that. Acted like a complete fool of himself as he's trying to battle this guy who's not even trying. He doesn't. Even, literally, I still remember this one more. This guy, one of his friends, I forgot his name, but he, we all they call him Snoop Dogg because he kind of looked like Snoop Dogg. Okay. So, um, like I was in his room and and the, the guy's literally about to walk out because they're about to leave, and then uh, and then and he literally he he starts he just starts freestyling out of nowhere, battling him, trying to talk shit about him. He's literally about to walk out the door. Like, why the fuck are we trying to get him right now? <laughs> So my brother's like just going at it, and then suddenly he stops. He's like all proud of himself, and then the guy hits back with like two lines, and my brother just sight was silent, speechless, and he just walked out. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm like, wow, that was pathetic. Dude, if time mach- if if time machines like exist at one point in my life, I will time travel to that moment so I could be there. Because he just sat, because he, 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 again, he laid he, two lines, walked out the door, and my brother just stood there with a big, big dumb grin on his face because he knew he was done. Because <laughs> that guy knew what he was doing. I knew what he was doing. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy though. Did you ever have any weird fantasy like that when you were a kid? No. Like of something you wanted to do, like when you were like real little, you just think of like random stuff you wanted to do. I mean, like I, I, I mean, like, are you talking about like play pretend type stuff? No, but it's or? like you know, like your brother had like a dream that was obviously never gonna achieve, like being a rapper. Did you have anything like that? And then when you got old enough, you realize like. Oh, that's fucking dumb. I can't do that. I mean, there was never a moment where I deluded myself like my brother did, like yeah. to the point where. Wait, I you was... never wanted to be a rapper? <laughs> no. Um, that I mean, like, there's a. I mean, obviously, there are things I wanted to do. Um, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a doctor at some point because mostly because my mom was like, "I want you to be a doctor." It's so like you just thought dream. of it from like. Peer I just pressure. thought of it, yeah, for peer pressure. I was just like, I want to do that. I want to help people. Blah blah. blah. My brother, my mom was, you know, she just she wanted to tell me she thought she she told me what she wanted me to be, and I was like. Okay, okay, I want to be what my mom wants me to be. I want to be a doctor because I'm helping people. That's what That was always her reasoning. And, you know, after a while, I'm just like, I'm not really into First it. of all, that's a little fucked up, right? That doctors have cornered the market for, like, mom's favorite, like, job. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, because yeah. everyone's mom wants them to be a, a doctor. Yeah, of course. I, on top of anything, because it's you know secure. It's a good. It's a fairly good job. You make a lot of money, and you. I mean, once you get to a certain point, you're not really working too hard. So yeah. I don't know, man. If people's fucking lives are in your hand. You're yeah, kind of always like, working hard because that's got to weigh in on you more than anything. At least to me, it would. Like, if you're, like, a, like a family physician or some shit like that, like, you're you're going in, like, maybe three days a week for four hours at a time. If it's your private practice and shit like that, you're barely in maybe, there. Maybe, but... You know, like, people... you, you if, you're a pri- if you're an owner of a private practice and your name is on the fucking, like, the door... You're barely in there. You're just there as like you know how like executive chefs are kind of just kind of in there for administrative things at that point. That's yeah. kind of what it is. And really, who take care the people who take care of actual patients are people you employ, other doctors you employ, or PAs and shit like that. Yeah, so, but not not most. You know, most doctors don't get to have their own. Exactly, you know? I I know, but like but like I said, I, once you but it takes a while to get to that stage. But there is a point where you where you don't have to come in. You don't have to do eight hours yeah, a day. You don't have you, to do but, forty hours a week. But you have to really really want to do that shit because exactly. first of all you have to study half of your life yeah Get then your- once you're done you fucking have to work another fucking 15 years to own your own practice if you want that you know if that's what you yeah. want like so it's like and then you have the added fucking pressure of like running the practice so it's like I don't know man it feels fuck that shit it's too hard so I told my mom yo I'm not doing that shit I mean it's it's uh... I never told my mom I'm gonna try like you, I just fuck was like fuck it. I can't do that shit. I mean, I, mean <laughs> yeah. I thought I was. I thought I mean, like I had the good grades. I was doing this because of my parents. My parents wanted me to have good grades, so I just you know I cranked them out. Really, you don't have to say it. Like we know you have Asian parents. You're yeah, Asian. exactly. They just my yeah. my mom was happy that I went to school. She didn't care what grades yeah, I brought. No, my mine was you know, because especially because my brother always came home with like D's and shit like that. D's and C's. Of course, so, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's you a expect rapper. him to get good grades. So he so she was like, <laughs> I want you to do better than him. You know, there was there's that type of pressure and shit like that. So I I did do better. Damn, than so him she wanted school. you to compete. No, she just wanted me to be better than him. She's I like, guess. all right, this one is we scrap that one. Here, you're gonna be. The I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fucked up. They say they don't have favorites, but parents I was, have, parents, yeah. parents have favorites. Oh uh, yeah, I was. I definitely yeah. was because I saw how my brother was. My brother was at the time that since I started remembering, he was kind of like a rebellious teen, like most teens are. They just yeah. kind of act out. They argue. They fight. And so I saw the way he was, and I was just like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to argue. I just want to listen to what they say and be the good be the good kid, be the good son. I was like that for a while until I hit my teens. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you, so you wanted to be a doctor to your teens? Yeah, I was in high school. And I, the high school I went to had very specific um, academies. I'm sure you remember Papa mm-hmm. went. And I was in the health academy because I thought I was going to be a doctor. Ah. But halfway through the high school, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I stopped and started looking into other avenues and shit like that. And then I obviously never found a career, so. That's crazy. Because, like, I remember my mom always wanted me to be a doctor. Everybody wanted the yeah. kids to be doctors. Yeah, she wanted me, okay, this is fucking, she's like, she wanted me to be a doctor, she wanted me to be a nurse, or she wanted me to go into the military to become a military doctor. I'm like, bitch, I don't want to do none of those things. I don't want to do, it. like, and it's, and it's weird because, like, the only thing I remember having that I wanted to do, it was only as a kid. I wanted to be a professional soccer player. But... This was something that I had when I was real little. So by yeah. the time I was nine, I didn't 
have this dream anymore. I was yeah. like, I fucked that shit. I can't, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not good enough. Okay. Um, but other than that, I just never thought of what the fuck I wanted to do. Just kind of fall into everything. Yeah. That, from there on. Wait, but your mom was always just cool with whatever you did, right? Yeah, they don't yeah. care. Like they just like it's just what she wanted. Yeah. Oh, and another thing she always wanted me to do was also teaching. She wanted me to be a teacher. Really? Yeah, and I was like, I don't have that kind of patience. Why? Because my my mom thinks I'm very patient. So, but I. Don't I think you're. Think pa- I, I, you are patient, but you don't. But like, I think for certain things. Yeah, I'm. I'm patient, but it's like there's think, there's a limit to my patience. Like I, I'll definitely get fucking like annoyed. I think you always put yourself in a situation where your patience won't wear thin. That's the thing. Yeah. When there's a moment where there's a, where there's a scenario where you will probably lose your patience, you don't even put yourself in that that, that scenario. That's at true. All. I yeah, noticed like that. Teaching. Like teaching. Yeah. Pretty I would much. lose my patience. I'd be like, nah, I'm not fucking. Exactly. Like, if there's a. When I. I've, I think I've asked you a few times, can you teach me how to do this? And you're just like, uh, no. It's like, I'm better at, like. Like, let's say if you come over and we sit down and you try it out and you ask me, how do you do this? How do you do that? That I know how to do. But just sitting there and, like, being, like, showing people how to do things, it, it, I'm just awful at it because I end up doing the, the work. It's like I'm like the teachers I didn't like in in school. I remember when I was in uh, algebra, I didn't understand something, so I would call this teacher I had, and he would come and just solve it for me in the middle of a test. He just really? sol- yeah, he would solve it for me and be like, "There." I'm That's like, funny. "Oh, thanks." And then that worked. That yeah, was part of my grade. That's I'm like, "All terrible. right." Yeah. So I'm like that. Like even like at work, if I have like a new coworker that sometimes, you know, he asks for help or for me to review something, and then I just go and I just tell, I just fucking do it for him. I'm like, "Here, do this." Sometimes he follows me and he's like, oh, okay. And sometimes I explain it, but most of the time I just do it. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with just doing it as long as they're paying attention and taking down notes so that they know how to do it later. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm okay with that, but it's just like, if I have to explain it, it's weird. Because a lot of times I just know how to do something my own way. It's not like I even know what anything is called either. You know what I mean? But yeah, I've noticed that where like if there's a moment where you could probably lose your patience, you make sure that you don't get yourself into that scenario at all, so that you don't have to lose your patience. Yeah. So, but you you are patient, but I'm pretty sure you are especially patient with your parents. So that's why she thinks you're patient. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I am the. Yeah. Like compared to my brothers, I'm yeah. super patient. My my older brother loses his patience quick. Mm-hmm. My younger brother doesn't even deal with it. He's like, "Fuck it," like you know. Exactly. I, yeah. So to them, you're the patient son. Yeah, that's why. And I'm the smart one because I know how to use a computer. Your brother knows how to use a computer. Yeah, but the thing is that Max was always, Max is that much smarter than me. What do you mean? He doesn't show them that he knows how to use it? He wouldn't do anything <laughs> so that no one asked him to do anything. But for me, it was always like, you know, especially when we came to this country, I became, you know, because I spoke better English than my older brother. And yeah. also, my older brother started working young, so he wasn't yeah. around that much. So it was like, I I became the translator. I became the, the guy that would like, pretty much, I would read the books and like, teach him how to drive like the driving books and all that shit and then i would be able to plug in everything they wouldn't even know how to plug in a fucking dvd player yeah so it's like i was the one that did all that and that made me super smart in their eyes yeah which to me is just like what i did that too my brother my brother could do some of those things i mean he's not as good as computers as i am but he couldn't do some of those things like plug in like entertainment systems because he just didn't want to not because he's smart he was just lazy yeah he just didn't want to do it that's the 
Yeah, we haven't really... Let's let's introduce the podcast, please. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Drop and Love. It's like always, I'm Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And if you've been listening for the past few minutes, you noticed that we did not have a third voice chime in. Oh, that's true. I forgot we're supposed to have a third person. Yeah. So it's just going to be uh, a Milky and Pouch episode, which... Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about that. You so guys twosome. Twosome. Let, You guys should just let us know how you f- how you feel about it. We 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 tried not to do it in the past, but we're doing it more frequently. So again, we'd like some feedback if you will. Um What if the feedback is like it is the worst fucking thing I've do it anymore. ever listened to in my life. And let's make sure we always have a third. With the last one we did, I really enjoyed because we were talking about your dad walking around naked a lot. Yeah, because that, that was that was a funny topic. <laughs> it was fucking cracked. And me I really up. thought I was gay because I was watching <laughs> Kiss on, on Mad TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Was, I mean, stories about my dad are funny. What do you expect? He's an older Asian man that's angry. Yeah, was so angry. Why? Are, why are older Asian men angry? I don't know. I feel like it's just in the blood. I guess so. Just like, to be angry. Point, like after after fifty, it's just being. It's just suddenly. It's suddenly all the anger that they didn't have when they were growing up comes rushing in. So that like Asian like patience and wisdom goes out the window and now they just fucking I, I don't think it's patience and wisdom I think it's depression <laughs> oh so they just hold it yeah. that is true especially Koreans they could be angry motherfuckers bro where do you get this from I used to have a Korean boss and he was angry all the time yeah not with me but oh, okay. he, dude he was angry like you know he killed a couple people in Korea before he moved over here like <laughs> dude was angry yeah okay yeah, he was cool with me though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, people just tend to like me for no reason, I guess. Yeah, but in yeah. case you guys did not know, Milky has a weird charm about him where whenever he speaks with most people, they tend to like him right away, and it it, it it's most um glaring when he's talking to like celebrities at conventions. So it's just like I've tried to talk to someone to try to get him on a podcast, and I was just like. So I, before I I try to do it and it's always it always ends really badly. So I always have to just ask Christian, can you fucking do it, please? Because you just seem to know how to talk to them. I don't know. I think I'm just not nervous. To talk You're not to nervous, them. and I think you, you can. You just know so. You just know how to how to like navigate social situations way more than me. Um, mm-hmm. and you can just read certain cues. I I can't. Like you you've told me before, you can't explain it because you just know. Yeah, I, I just know. I just think of like the one thing that I could talk to a person about. See, I've tried that. Like I've, I I I was like, okay, let me see if I can try that with somebody at a convention, and they it did not work. Like I tried. Yeah. First of all, they didn't know what I was talking about. Even <laughs> so like, well, to me, it's like it it comes down to any social settings. It's like if you want to approach someone to talk to them about anything, but you don't want to be like just creepy, just talk to them about something that's around. Make a joke to break the ice about something that the other person is looking at. Talk about whatever shirt they're wearing. Talk about whatever, and then from there, like conversations. No, just but start. like you know, for for instance, like I spoke with, um, I tried to speak with Rob Paulson, which is a voice actor, a uh, pretty big voice actor. He's done a lot of very very big roles, and I I listened to his podcast for a little bit. It was called it's called Talking Tunes, but it's exclusively on the Nerdist now, so I I can't listen to it without paying for it, which I'm not going to. Um, I hate I hate fucking that guy. Um, what's he's his, not part of the nerdist. He's anymore. not anymore. But I hated him when he. I yeah, me too. It out right. I forgot. I, look, I think he just sold it and did his own thing after that. Yeah, he started a podcast called yeah. Idiot. Something or like ID that. ID ten T ID ten yeah, T, and it spells out idiot. Whatever. Um, so, 
anyway, I tried to talk to about Rob Paulson, and, and uh, I in I listened to his podcast quite a bit, so I thought I was able to pinpoint something that they were totally talked about on the podcast and talk to him about it, and he didn't know what I was talking about, and it was just a very like the conversation fizzled out very quickly. I'm just like, well, this is awkward. Just sign my shit and let's go. Oh man, yeah, it, 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 I've tried. Like I have, I definitely have tried to find something to talk about, and then they just. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong or something, but, like, it just fizzles out very quickly. Yeah, I try to, like, also, like, especially if it's, like, a celebrity, I try to talk to them about something that either they've done recently or something that I, like, I read somewhere that they really enjoyed that and that was, like, their favorite thing. Oh, okay. So that they care about it. Because, you know, famous people have done so much shit. You don't even, they don't remember half the shit they've done. Yeah. So I try to pinpoint shit like that. Well, there you go. Now I know. It's funny because your uh, arch nemesis, Ming Chan, right? Yeah, what about him? We, when I went to Tennessee, he happened to be at that convention too. So did you know that? I, I didn't know he was you, there. You did know. I didn't know. You wanted to see him. Well, we went for Steven Seagal who canceled. So <laughs> It yeah. was a waste of time. <laughs> Pretty much. Cause it, we, okay, so we were going there to meet Steven Seagal and Michael Madsen. Okay? Oh, okay. And by the time we got to the convention... We knew Steven Seagal had canceled like a day before. Or not a day before, the week before. And we had already bought tickets to travel to Tennessee. Yeah. We bought tickets to get in the convention, everything. It's done. You're, so you're it was right. like, all right, fuck it. We have to go. Yeah. So we went, whatever, bummed as fuck because we really went for Steven Seagal. Yeah. That's all we cared about. Yeah. So that didn't happen. And then we're like, okay, fuck it. At least we get to meet Michael Madsen. I know he's here somewhere. Nowhere to be found. And we talked to the people at the convention. He's like, oh, yeah, he's not here. He might be here tomorrow. What the fuck happened? I don't know. He canceled. But why the fuck would you tell me he might be here tomorrow? You're running this shit. Just say he's fucking canceled. But they were afraid because so many people were fucking canceling. Really? Yeah. Like like Danny Trejo ended up canceling. It was going. It's like at the end of the day, everyone just like fumbled and didn't go. What happened? Is that like a big con that's been going on for a bit? Or is it the biggest convention in. Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm guessing they don't have too many conventions. <laughs> yeah, they they don't. But it is like their third year con. So yeah, they're still kind of pretty young, and they uh, had it in a pretty they had it in a big convention center for you know it being. Were they a, expensive tickets? Uh, not regular, like forty bucks for one day. Yeah, that's that's average. I, that's I, average. I, that's below it average because yeah. it's like average is like fifty, sixty nowadays. Yeah, it's gone up. But forty uh, bucks is decent, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. And uh, and they did something cool. They were trying to do cool things, but it just it just fucking they they dropped the ball on a lot of it. Like they even they got one guest that was gonna sign the entire weekend for free. So I guess they were just paying for the appearance, and he was yeah. signed for free. Well, that guy canceled. So then they have to they went to another guest that they had, and they said, "All right, fuck it." Can you sign for free? And still, I guess, paid him his fee and just had him sign for free. Okay. Yeah. Cool Which job. was the... Uh, he's the, uh, the little person from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that The guy. bald guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So he's like, a lot of things. So I'm like, I, I don't really know him from anything, so yeah. I didn't do. I didn't get nothing signed. Russ did, because, you know, he don't give a fuck. It's free. <laughs> it's free, so he's going to go you do it. the Elder? The Elder, yeah. So... How but long yeah. was that line, though? How did I start talking about Tennessee? I, we were talking about something. Ming Chen. Ming Chen, yes. So, <laughs> don't get upset, dude. I know he's your arch nemesis. So, speaking about, like, talking to celebrities, you know, especially celebrities as fucking popular and, 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 and as important as Ming Chen. Ming Chen fucking loves you. So, when uh, I walked up to, uh, we walked up, like, uh, Russ, Fesca, and I, we 
walked up to Ming Chen because we would walk by his booth. I said, hey, man, what's up? He goes, what the fuck? You live in Tennessee? I'm like, no, man, I'm from Miami. He's like, oh, okay, what's up, man? How you doing? So he started talking to me like. Yeah, because he fucking loves you. He just remembers me every time. Yes, he loves you for like quite a bit. Yeah. And I got, I got, because he has, for some reason, he has pictures of Brian Quinn on his table why because Brian Quinn is more famous so he has him there and I was like here sign this one and then he signed it for me and I like paid whatever the signature fee is and then he goes do you want a real one and I'm like sure and then he just signed another one and gave it to me for free was he by himself no he had like some of one of the convention attendants no no I meant like was Zapsick or or no he was the only comic book man there this fucker man he just he just he he literally goes to any con I asked him why isn't Mike Zapsick here he said he wasn't invited that's what he told me fucking asshole and then he said fuck Mike I was like I don't know I think Mike's pretty cool (laughs) and he goes yeah he's (laughs) alright I was just trying to go against him. <laughs> so. I think he just listens to whatever you say. You're like his senpai. He's like, okay, okay, yeah, you're right. He's cool. He did tell me that because over there in Knoxville, Tennessee, they have those scooters that we were talking about last episode. With like mm-hmm. we were riding in San Antonio, the electric scooters, yeah, yeah. And Ming was talking about he was he used it from the hotel to there, and he said he busted his ass on the way there. He just he fell. It probably. You probably you probably like that shit. He probably would have. Yeah, he fucking fell. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm going to tell another story. I'm going to tell the story that you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, you, you'd know the story. But in case you have not, this fucker. You're just a hater. I've no, I've, First of all, who's Ming Chen? Pretty much. Ming Chen <laughs> is one of the comic book men. He's the only Asian comic book man. He's a, he's a douche on the fucking show. But, nah, he's pretty funny. And he has a podcast uh, called I Sell Comics with uh, Mike Sapsik, the other, another comic book man from that show. Um, and he owns a podcast studio called The Shared Universe. A Shared Universe. Um, and <laughs> You love that guy. There's a lot, there are a lot of moments where I was around when, when uh, Christian has met him. Milky has met him. And every single time he's looked at me like, "Who the fuck are you? Leave me alone." <laughs> I'm I'm getting literally getting something signed by him, so I'm paying a signature fee, and he still like treats me like shit compared to other fucking. He was busy people. talking to me exactly because he fucking loves you. <laughs> and like I th- let's say you if you've met if you've seen him five times, I've 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 seen him with you four of those five times. That's how often <laughs> I've been around you when you've seen Ming Chen. He ne- he never wants to talk to me. He only wants to talk to you you and one of those there's a story where we went up to new jersey uh i forget was it the the jane silent bob event or was just another event it, i mean it was we just decided to go i don't remember the specifics but but we we went to up to to, to new oh, jersey yeah. we went to red bank to the jane to the jane silent bob secret stash store where he doesn't actually work not like the comic book men show uh, makes you try to tries to deceive you into believing but he doesn't work there but he's there quite often and I well, think they, they were still filming they the show filming at the, time. the show at the time that's why they were filming the show at the time we walked in during a break and we were buying shit and then he goes he starts talking first of all he he saw milky right away and he was like instantly boom i love this fucker i gotta have a conversation with him he's amazing you're so upset um, dude. <laughs> and then like and it's been years and then after that he turns to me he starts he's like hey how are you and i thought for a moment he actually recognized me or he's actually gonna treat me like a fan and then he goes yeah, yeah how are you can you take a picture of me and him so, so it was literally just prefaced for me to take a picture of him and milky not even not even no 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 he made you take a picture of, of of him and some other guy that was there oh really it wasn't me it, it was wasn't him you? and okay. some other guy that was either there. way yeah 
he could have asked you, but no, he couldn't. He wouldn't dare ask his friend. No, of course, that so not gonna bother me. Like I've no, I've seen this guy so many times, and he didn't like not even just like I treat me treat me like a fucking fan because I paid this fucker to sit for his signature before, and he couldn't even treat me like what he's just like. Oh, there's a guy here. Please fucking take my picture. Well, you know how Asian people are cold sometimes. He probably thinks you're his family, so he's like. Whatever, I don't have to fucking tell him. Yeah, he doesn't care about his family. We know that. (laughs) If you listen to Tell Him Steve Dave, you know he doesn't give a shit about his family. He's always running away. But it's like, what's the hate, though? Did you love him that much beforehand? No, I didn't. But I just don't like the way he treats me. That's all. I think he's a dick. How is he a dick? I think he's a dick. I think you might just be reading it too much into it. I think he's a dick. First of all, have you tried talking to him? Yes, I have. Multiple times. <laughs> okay, what did you try talking to him about? I, I remember I tried talking to him about that one scene in Dogma that he was in that cracked me the fuck up because I've seen that movie so many times and I I never realized it was him until not too long ago and then I tried to bring it up to him. He's he like literally, as he's talk, <laughs> as I'm talking to him and telling him how, about that, about, about you know my experience discovering that scene, he's staring at you and goes, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And then after I'm done, he literally turns to you and starts having a conversation with you. That's not cool. I'm a paying customer. He Come heard on. you. He said, uh huh. And then he disappeared. Well, he was talking to me. Exactly. So fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I, I'm. Fuck Ming Chen. Nah, he's cool, man. He's always surrounded by chicks and he shit. He loves you. That's So you're obligated to say that he's cool because he's not. Why am I obligated? I think he's cool. <laughs> he's I really cool. think he's cool. He's not cool. He's, you know, this, this fucker, he just loves you so much. Like you mentioned about, you mentioned you want an ISO comics keychain. I think he actually got your address and sent it to you, right? Yeah. He shipped it to me. Exactly. Six months later. What he called, what he named you on, uh, what, what he addressed it to whom? Like what was the name on there? Uh, was it Jose or some shit? Yeah, it's like Jose Miguel, and he just put like two Hispanic names together. Yeah, because he's Miami. Because he knew, and plus he knew you were Hispanic, probably. I have no idea why he picked those names. So but. how did you know to open it if it wasn't addressed to you? Uh because I knew where it was coming from. It had the stash address on it. Yeah. Okay, so you're just like, oh, it must be. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't think the letter itself had a name, but inside he had like a note, and then he wrote Jose, whatever. I mean, there has to be a name on the address, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. So it must have been whatever, but I think I think it did come from the stash, and that's how I remember. Thirty five Broad Street. Yeah, I think that's the address. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Bank, New Jersey, and I was like, as soon as I saw Red Bank, I'm like, oh, that's a stash. I opened it. I was lucky that he actually was for me, and he wasn't just. Yeah, it wasn't some... for Jose Miguel. And when I was giving him my address, he thought it was a joke. Oh, because the Delito? Yeah, because we live on Delito Boulevard. So he's like, come on, man. Give me a real one. And threw it back at me, the thing I wrote it in. <laughs> I was like, no, that's where I live. Because everyone thinks it says dildo, dildo for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I thought for a while, I thought it was dildo. Why would a fucking street be called Dildo Boulevard? <laughs> have you not wa- listened to Hollywood Babylon? They have random fucking streets with with really like inappropriate names. Yeah, but not in America. Yes, in America. Nah. You haven't listened to that show enough. Nope. You haven't listened to that show. There's plenty in America with stupid names like that. I, I figured like they're mostly like mostly in England. No, they have some here. Like sure cock. Like yeah, I'm sure like they do. You know what movie I just watched that I thought was pretty good? What? Fighting with my family. You've seen that movie? No, I haven't. So it's good. Yeah. Paige's biopic. I don't know anything about Paige. Like I never really watched her wrestle or anything. I just know that she's pale and has black hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has a piercing on her lip, mm-hmm. and a bunch of fucking nudes leaked of her, which mm-hmm. were pretty good. Like that's probably what I know her the most 
for the from. nudes. I didn't even know her nudes leaked. But oh, yeah. yeah, dude. So many. Even videos, dude. Videos. Of her and whom? Her and uh, these um, these dudes that are, these wrestlers that are in the WWE. So you saw those dudes, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like quite hard. And also her husband, Who's who became husband? a husband after that. Um, some Hispanic guy that was also a wrestler. Santino? Santino. It wasn't Santino? Who the fuck Santino? I, f- I forget. I don't know how to describe him, but there was a wrestler named Santino. <laughs> oh, that guy was like Italian though, right? Wasn't he? Oh, okay. That was his I gimmick? I don't fucking remember. Santino Morella? That yeah, one? that guy. Yeah, he was Italian. His My gimmick bad. was that like he was Italian. Okay, whatever. How the fa- How's the movie? The movie's pretty good. Like, it's supposed to be based in her life because, uh, you know, her, her whole family were wrestlers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And... I expected it to be garbage. It's like a WWE production. I heard it was good. But it was actually like, I think it's, I think it's even rated R. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have fucking good jokes in there. They have my boy, Nick Frost, in it. Yeah, that's her dad, right? Yeah. It's all around. With an American accent? No, they're British. Oh, they're British. She's British. Paige is British. She doesn't sound like she has an English accent. She has a thick-ass accent. Okay, I haven't watched her enough. Yeah, yeah, she she's British for sure. Okay. She was supposed to be in that convention in Tennessee as well. Was she canceled? I didn't see her there, so she probably was not there. <laughs> Who did Just you like, meet? I didn't mean no. It would make Ming. Aside I mean, from Ming. Ming Chen. Um, nobody else. Okay. Like, Brian O'Holland was there, but I met him before, so yeah. I wasn't going to walk up to him and say, hey, man, remember that time I met you? Yeah. So oh, I was like, that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Although he did make a joke, because I got a print of Ming signed of him you remember that episode of Comic Book Men where they were like doing the car wash thing? Yeah, he was in his own Speedos, yeah. yeah. I got that picture. And what do you say? Uh, he, he, I was like, this one, man, because I need something to jerk off to tonight. That's uh-huh. what I told him when I got it. Uh-huh. And then Brian Holland walked by and he made a joke about it. Oh, you don't remember the being joke? The, yeah, you know, right. something about being the sexiest one on the table. Okay. Ming is smart, though, because over, like, on the print, he has a little sticky note over it and it says censored. So it looks like if you lift that, she'll be naked. Yeah. Fire. He's smart. And smart dude, dude. Smart businessman. Anyway, fighting with my family was good. <laughs> it, was, it was way better than I expected it to be. And it's about a wrestler I knew fucking absolutely nothing about. And um, it actually, like, you know how WWE has always been afraid of depicting wrestling as, like, fake? Yeah. But, you know, there's been movies like The Wrestler that still show all that shit. Yeah. Well, this is more like The Wrestler. Like, they show that it's all fixed and stuff like that. They don't call it fake, but they call it fixed. Choreographed. Yeah. Is it like a dramedy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has some very funny moments, mainly from, like, Nick Frost and uh lady that plays the mom. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty funny. Um. So The Rock has a cameo in it, right? I would say it's more than a cameo. He's in uh two scenes. So he is he a is two scenes for like for how long? Uh, one scene is pretty it's pretty long where they meet him and then they they're like starstruck so they keep bothering him. Oh, so he's he's the Rock in the movie. Yeah, yeah he oh, plays okay. the Rock. Okay. Yeah. So he's is he like in his ring attire in the trunks and everything or no? No, he's, no, okay. he's just apparently he, he they, this is some bullshit because when they meet the Rock they were at uh, SmackDown Live in England. Okay. So he was like, oh, I sh- I'm shooting a movie in town, so I came by just to say hi to the fans tonight. Oh, so he wasn't actually, he wasn't wrestling in the, in the in, at that point, he, it was past his wrestling career. 
Yeah, yeah. Paige became, I think Paige became professional, like, she went to W Lane, like, 2014. Yeah, I know, but, like, if they met him as fans, I I figure maybe she went to the show and he was still wrestling at the time. No, no, no. This is when she was about to get signed. Oh, okay. That they met for the first time. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, near the end, The Rock has another one. And Vince Vaughn is, is there, who I haven't seen. Doing what? He plays the trainer. Really? Yeah, he's pretty good, though, isn't it? Vince fucking Vaughn? Vince Vaughn, the trainer, man. Fucking good old fast talker himself. Yeah, he's, he's fucking... This, he disappeared off the face of the planet. He appears in a wrestling bar. I haven't thing. seen him since, since Dodgeball. What else was he in after that? I mean, he's been... A wedding Crashers, probably the last thing I saw him in. He was in the internship with... Did anyone Warren see Wilson. that? Nobody. I saw it, but nobody else did. What was it? I'm sure it was really good. It wasn't good. It was, it was it was the worst thing I've ever seen, but it was not good. Um, and he was he did a I think he did a stand up movie once with like him and a few other people. He he's a, he does stand up. There was a stand up movie that he did. I forget what it was called, but I know he I know he did like a movie where it was like a him and a bunch of other people doing stand up. I don't think he does stand up, does he? I'm I mean it was a live show. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't think it's stand up. Probably Tim. I would, I would, I would think he rap f- before doing stand up. See, oh yeah, he was in this movie called the Del- the Delivery Man, which was a fucking uh, remake of a French movie. Um, I did yeah. see him in the the uh, the the couples retreat. The movie was not good. Yeah. Yes, Wild West comedy show, Thirty Days and Thirty Nights, Hollywood to the Heartland is a comedy documentary film. Uh, following a 30-day com- comedy tour of several stand-up comedians, and he was in it. He's a stand-up? I guess so. He probably he's probably just was the host and just followed Possibly, people Possibly. Um, Vaughn picked four comedians from the comedy store in Los Angeles. The tour began uh, and spent 30 consecutive nights. It, uh, Vaughn acts as the MC and performs improv okay, sketches. So yeah. Okay, so, so he, yeah, he's not a fucking he's not stand-up. A comedian, but yeah. No, but he he did do a live tour for this documentary. So he pretty much he's he's popular enough to get four real comics to do all the work for him, and then he would travel with them around the country. At the time, it was 2008, yeah. so he was at the height of his fucking career. Cause he was, right after Wedding Crashers, a couple yeah, of years after Wedding Yeah, a couple, re- couple of years after Wedding Crashers, he did Fred's Claws. He had four Christmases right after that, Couples Retreat right after that. So he was he was doing okay. He was in The Watch. Do you remember him being in The Watch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. What the fuck did he do in The Watch? I don't remember him in The Watch. He was one of the main characters. He was? I don't fucking remember that movie. I need to rewatch it then. Remember he had like a man cave or whatever? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. He was in Anchorman, um, but at the very end when there was the Anchorman fight, yeah, he was there, but that's it. I mean, he's done a few movies. He was in Hacksaw Ridge, that fucking Mel Gibson movie. I haven't seen that. Yeah, his, his career has not... I know he made a movie recently that's supposed to be really good that I haven't seen. It's called Cell Block 99 or something 99 in prison. Bra in Cell Block 99. That. Yeah, it's film written, directed, and scored by S. Craig Zier. Zier? I have no idea. It's a neo-noir prison thriller. Wow, that's an interesting... Yeah. He's a lead, yeah. I heard it was really good, but I I know nothing about it. It's really good. Yeah, apparently it's really good. Uh, apparently because Vince Vaughn is just really good in it. Mm-hmm. And he was really good in fighting with my family. He was so good. It was a dramatic role? Yeah, he was. He had some funny moments. I guess mostly funny moments, but he had some real moments. Okay. Yeah. 
It's a good movie. It's a, I wonder how much of it is like true. I wonder if it's like a page documentary out there to watch. I mean, she was involved, so I, I hope yeah, most but of still, it's true. Like, you know, I mean, she's getting paid. It doesn't matter. They have to make it happier <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that all the time. So Who knows? Because they didn't get to like, you know, her getting injured to the point that she can't wrestle anymore. Like They didn't just, talk about that? No, it just it the movie spoiler alert, but the movie ends when she makes it to oh, Monday okay. Night Raw. Yeah, they're not gonna. They, I don't think they're gonna discuss that. She might. I mean, she might do it in like an autobiography book or maybe like a docu series or some shit like that because that's pretty like gripping. That's pretty gripping material to do when. It, yeah, she became what her career lasted four years. Yeah, and she was temper. And like I saw the I saw the fucking video because there's fan videos out there of, of the of the moment it happened. You know. Oh, like, I never seen it. I've seen it. It's it's quite. It's not like noticeably. Like 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 scary, but like when you when you know what happened after that, it is kind of scary because um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know she took a hit to the back, kind of not good, and then she wasn't getting up. Like she just straight up was not getting. Like she, I think she tried to get up and she wobbled and fell over like right away, and then like later, and then like I think it cuts, and then you see like people like like people put putting her on a stretcher and pulling her out. Like so that's. Like it's in itself, it's not graphic or create or scary or anything. But like you think about it, and you're like, f- the story is that she was momentarily pr- paralyzed. Like she could not fucking move for that yeah. for that moment until she eventually she was able to get up later on. But like at that moment, and you and you see it happen, and you hear her talk, you hear the story. It's kind of scary because like you put yourself in that situation. It's quite scary. Yeah, and she. You know, she was forced to retire so young. Exactly. I but, think she is twenty five now. Wow, she's really young. Jesus. Yeah, I think she's currently 25 years old. That sucks. And she retired already like two years ago. I mean, I mean, like, WWE is still taking care of her, right? They're just like, they're giving her something to do? Uh, I think I think I read on Wikipedia after I saw the movie that she was on, she was on SmackDown, like, doing something like that. Like GM, I think. From, from not GM, but I think she's like... Uh, what is it called when they come out with like a tag team and they're like they're ma- the manager, the manager, yeah, yeah, the manager. manager. yeah. Okay. right now she's twenty seven, so she is a little bit older than what you thought. Yeah, and let me see here. Right now she is. I know she retired in twenty seventeen after being out since twenty sixteen from that injury. No, it says on April eight to April April tenth, two thousand eighteen is when she officially retired. Oh, okay. On live TV. Um But she wasn't on air she wasn't on T V for a year before that. Probably not. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, April ninth is when she retired, um, or tenth, whatever. And she became new general manager of SmackDown. Um and let me see. But yeah, apparently in December they removed the general manager position altogether. Um so, Who knows what the fuck's going but on? But she would remain on the show, apparently. Like, yeah, I think that's when she became yeah. a manager thing for some tag team. She's now managing um, uh, these two Japanese wrestlers, Asuka and Kairi, and Kairi Sane. Mm-hmm. And they're called the Kabuki Warriors. And these are two really good Japanese wrestlers, if I remember correctly. I saw them on the, the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, and they're really good. Yeah. Both of them are really good. Well, most female Japanese wrestlers are pretty good because so, they yeah. like, legit learn how to wrestle. So that's pretty cool. Now she's, yeah, she, at least she, like you said, at least she's still in the business when she physically can't. I feel do like it. the company, if, if you were popular, they'd do that to Yeah, you. and she was popular, right? When, when she, when she left? Yeah, I think so. I think she was popular. Because I think she was one of the first ones to come in who was actually like a wrestler. Yeah. Rather than like 
just looking hot. Because yeah. now, now, now in WWE, most of the mo- most of the girls are actually good wrestlers. I'm so glad it was. So but fun back then, game. like it was just like Stacy Keebler, like yeah. bullshit wrestlers who weren't really wrestlers. Who weren't really wrestlers. Yeah. I think the only one among them was like like Ivory Lita. Those were the only two like really... Lita and Trish Stratus. Yeah, Trish Stratus, yeah. Yeah, but you know most of the other ones back then weren't they really just fucking to be hot. Yeah. Yeah. And then like then they did the divas thing, which was super fucking degrading. And the, the divas championship. Yeah, the belt was a butterfly. Like come so on, so hot. Jesus Christ! But like I said, they're treating them like equal. Yeah, now, now. it's like the women's championship. I love or that. the women's like, title. They never had a women's tag team title until recently. Like when I grew up, they never had a women's tag team title. So that's kind of cool that they have it now. And they finally was just like recognizing them enough to do a women's Royal Rumble, which the last few years I've seen it was good. So yeah. just like I think it's also like a generation of. Women that grew up liking that sport yeah. compared to before that, it was probably just guys yeah. that watched it. So that's why it only became you know men that grew up to be that. Maybe WWE is just getting more woke. Well, <laughs> WWE is doing whatever makes them money. Yeah. If being more woke makes them more money, they're gonna do that. Yeah, and it's it, I think it's working because they're finally recognizing that you know girls can fucking wrestle. They're woke when it comes to that, but then they still like make deals with like Saudi Arabia princes. And yeah, shit like that, so that's. I, uh, I don't know. So it's like... Uh, they, they're making money. Well, so, that's all they care about. Yeah, so I'm saying. They, they don't care about, about being woke. No, they don't care about being woke. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think the end justifies the means in this situation because, like, yeah, it's, it's only for the money, but still, it's woke and still giving these women an opportunity to really showcase how good they are because they are good. Yeah. They're, all of them are good for the most part, especially these Japanese wrestlers. These Japanese wrestlers, I think Asuka's fucking sick, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think a lot of these, uh, like, independent companies always cared for women wrestlers to actually be wrestlers yeah but, not but when it came to like WWE it was just and like like bra and panties matches and shit like that yeah WWE WCW and ECW they didn't give a fuck the women just came to accompany Macho Man and that's were there it. women in the ECW oh yeah they would get fucking destroyed women oh, okay. would get fucking slammed through tables they would get fucking power driver everything they would get the shit kicked out of them okay but did they have wrestling matches sometimes yeah okay were they good? No, awful. They were not okay. wrestlers. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now we have a generation full of women wrestlers that are pretty damn good. So that's awesome. Yeah. Too bad fucking wrestling's gotten so fucking boring though. I don't. Know, I haven't seen it in a while. I only tune in pretty much for Royal Rumble and maybe WrestleMania if there's something interesting to watch. And nothing. WrestleMania is sixteen hours long. Like yeah. nobody can watch that whole thing. I think this year I didn't even bother because I think there's nothing interesting about WrestleMania this year. So I was just fuck it. Like I know yeah. my friends were like super hype about it, but there was nothing for me. I I I think I watched it last year, but this year the same. I was like, yeah. I don't. It just it just seems boring now. It's fucking so long. It's like pulling a shift. <laughs> because it starts like I think it officially starts at 5pm yeah and it yeah, ends at like midnight, midnight yeah. but there's like a three hour pre-show yeah and once it ends they talk about it for an hour I mean it's the biggest fucking event of the year yeah but relax just put, make it four hours they put the most money into it you see how fucking like extravagant their fucking entrances get during Wrestlemania how Triple H comes out to uh, to wearing like uh, like armor from Conan the Barbarian and shit like that. Like sometimes it depends. On. He and did then, that Robocop one time. Yeah, though. and then you have fucking like Undertaker with a bunch of dudes in robes lining the damn uh, ramp as he walks down. Like it, it, they get really fucking extravagant. They I, they bring out the money. For I think Triple H did the Terminator. The year, yeah, like he did. two years with ago. the robots, yeah, yeah. See, like how ridiculous <laughs> yeah. they get, dude. 
They get yeah. fu- they get ridiculous. That's, and then that's... one year he had a motorhead perform for him at WrestleMania. Actual motorhead? They performed his entrance as he was walking out. Oh, that's pretty cool. I watch that shit. Yeah, this but is like, the years ago. Yeah, I'm sure. But like, I just yeah, that's this is where they drop fucking money because they know they're gonna make it right back. You know. Yeah, but it's like. Okay, you do this extravagant thing for what? To see Triple H wrestle again? To see fucking The Undertaker wrestle <laughs> again? again? Yeah. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, do something new, man. Yeah. I mean, Triple H, you know, he, he just he's so high up in the company, he wrestles like once or twice a yeah, year. Yeah, at WrestleMania. <laughs> at WrestleMania, where he yeah. gets this ridiculous fucking entrance. Yeah, WrestleMania is pretty much, watch The Undertaker and Triple H have a match each. And struggle through it because they're getting old. Especially the Undertaker. Especially the Undertaker. Jesus Undertaker. fucking Christ. I think he's finally done, right? He's finally retired? That's what he said the last seven times he retired. Oh, I mean, like, I know there was one, I think it was last year, he put his hat down in the middle of the ring, and everyone was like, that's it, he's retired, he's finally retired. Didn't he do that after he got destroyed by Brock Lesnar, but yeah. then he still came back the year, like, the Did year he? after? Yeah, he, I think he fought, like, Roman Reigns the year after. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, he's, 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 and he won. He's never going to stop. Never stop stopping. Yeah, remember that song the intro used to have? Which one? Keep Rolling. Uh, Keep Rolling, Rolling, Rolling Out by Fred Dorst. That's Fred Dorst, man? Yeah, that's Fred Dorst. Did you hear that he's uh, he's he's directing movies now? Yeah, in that, Russia. That's crazy, though, right? I mean, that's what he wants to do. <laughs> he's but he's apparently done a lot of movies. I thought, because a, a movie that with uh, John Travolta that is coming out, or just came out, called The Fanatic, he's directing that. He's directed a movie with John Travolta in it. And then on top of that, he's directed several movies before this that I had no idea. Well, I mean, to be fair, John Travolta isn't like a household... He's a household name, but he's not a cash grab anymore, so... Yeah, but still, he's John Travolta, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, John Travolta. He's, he was John Travolta. He still is. He, he's not going to be in any big mainstream movie anytime soon. But look soon, at the other dude. movies. Like he's, I think he's made studio movies. Oh, yeah, let me check right now. I'm looking right now. Yeah, like... He made a movie with Jesse Eisenberg. Okay, so he did The Fanatic. I see a bunch of video shorts, like Puddle of Mud stuff for some odd reason. Yeah, dude. Um, the Fred Durst sex tape. I want to see that shit. The Education of Charlie Banks. Yeah, that's the one with the fucking, this guy. Yeah, that is a, that is a studio flick. That's just a knew? studio movie. I'm like. It's like an indie flick, though. And it came out a while ago, too. Yeah, 2007. And I was like, What? He's been directing since 2007. It's 12 years ago. Geez. He only stopped making music in 2005. So that means he that quickly went into fucking... Into, like, making movies? Wow, this thing got an award. Yes, he made Jesus. legit movies. And here I thought, because I heard he directed The Fanatic. I'm like, oh, what an idiot. This guy's trying to fucking make movies. And then I went to his Wikipedia, and he's made fucking movies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, I felt like an idiot. I'm like, what? He did this movie called The Long Shots with Ice Cube. Hell yeah, that's probably they see that sounds good as hell too. <laughs> I think I'm becoming a fan of his when you it comes might. to like his movies. movies, not his fucking music. No, his movies. I haven't seen any of his movies though, but I have to watch them and then. Yeah, The Fanatic is a psychological horror thriller with starring John Travolta. It was released on streaming platforms after limited theatrical release, and apparently it sucks. Well, I heard. That John Travolta goes full Nick Cage in it. So that might be something worth one of your movie nights. Yeah, I can't wait to yeah. watch it. He wrote this movie. Yeah, you know it's going to be good, dude. Fred Durst. 
Yeah. Co-wrote this movie, and the story is originally by him. Okay, it's about an autistic man who's a huge fan of the horror film actor Hunter Dunbar. So apparently he's in, he's first of all he's autistic, which is like okay. So let let's get on that wagon now. Um, and he's just a he's an obsessive fan. That sounds pretty fucking bad. I'm sorry. That sounds good, dude. That sounds horrible. And they got John Travolta to play an autistic kid. Right, he's a fucking man. You can't play. A kid. <laughs> John Travolta's in his 60s. There's no way he's going to play a kid. Oh, come on. You saw the, you, did you see a picture of it? You see the haircut he has? No, I have not. Look at his haircut in that movie. That's definitely a kid. But he's autistic. What do you, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, but it's just, it's just so, it works so good. Look at that haircut. John Travolta is playing an autistic kid. He's a, he's a grown fucking man. Who's playing an autistic kid? Look at the fucking image of oh his my hair. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god! Doesn't that look so good? They're not. They're yeah. I'm surprised they didn't get shit from people by now in this PC world. You're gonna do a horror movie about an autistic person? Come on! It looks good, dude. Uh, whatever. You guys watch it. I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. I am. I'm gonna stay far away from this piece of shit. Nah, it looks good. Uh, so, moving away from John Travolta, um, as an autistic man, which is just not a good idea. But anyway, um, autistic kid. He's a fucking man. He's in his sixties. He's a kid. Um, last weekend, I we went to I, I I set up a bachelor party for one of my friends. I will not mention it yet because I I'd rather let them talk about it on their podcast. Um when it comes up but we i set up a bachelor party for one of my friends who is going to get married soon and um i we decided me and his groomsmen found a house um in miami in, in homestead miami which is like an hour away from civilization uh, it's really far and farm country in miami who would have yeah. known miami has farm country just so you guys know it's it's about an hour away from civilization and um i was like okay so the pictures were like Made, made this place seem like it was fucking insane. The decorations were off the wall, quirky, mm. strange, and it, but it also had like like four bedrooms. So I'm just like, I think it has five. It has five bedrooms. Um, but it, if you're there, you would see it's like it's like kind of like four and a half. Okay. Um, the other one's yeah. like a bullshit one. They just add. Yeah, yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it also had a game room, and the game room had a foosball, and the game room had air hockey, and it also had like four TVs set side by side by side, so you can play Atari, the Wii U, the Xbox One. It was. It, it just seemed so like they had, had all the consoles and, and they the had TVs? all the consoles. Yeah. Wow. It, it looked like it was going to be fucking sick, and there was a nice Jesus. deck area. There was going to be a barbecue area. But like, so we're just like, this is it, you know. This is we we want to take our friend here because our friend doesn't like partying. He doesn't. He, he, I mean, he he will do it, but he doesn't drink, so he's not really that into it. Man. So we're just like, okay. So he's a gamer. He just wants to play video games with his friends. This is the perfect house to do it in. This is a house we can all just kind of just chill the fuck out, have plenty of beds to, and and be comfortable. We got there. I was because I wrote out an itinerary for all the groomsmen to like be able to follow what's going on. They didn't fucking read it, but it doesn't matter. Um, I, I call, <laughs> you're not upset. It's okay. <laughs> I, I called it. I called it the Bohemian Dream because it looks like a Bohemian lives here. They had the weird off the wall decorations. Like there's a random suit of armor around. There's quite a large number of non functional phones. Like there's a fucking British phone booth in it, um, just sitting there just for fun. There's a there's a rotary phone sitting in one in the living room. Another 
other side of the room, and then there's a there's a straight up pay phone sitting in the fucking. Um, Does it, it work? No, none of uh, these phones work. They're just there for decoration. So this person has a fetish for phones, clearly. <laughs> Clearly, clearly, <laughs> um, and then like she, they also decided to like fill like jeans up with with like I don't know what it is, some some sort of stuffing to make it look like these are abdomens of people just sitting on the counter. Like that's how weird this shit is, you know? It's really Jesus strange. Christ, it's out but, there. Yeah, it's really out there. So we we got there and we we're like blown away because the pictures did not do it justice. It's like a three story house, you know? Like it's crazy. It's it's a cabin. They called it a cabin in the middle of like pretty much in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by like uh, like wood like trees and shit like that granted it is it, it is in a neighborhood but it's kind of a rural neighborhood um it's not too far away from like civilization but like it's kind of in a rural neighborhood and it's it's just massive this giant fucking yard um gated all around like we had to like um, we had to go to a numpad and and like press a, a code to get in through the gate that was automatic and shit like that like this was pretty like insane um we got in there's stairs leading up to the entrance of the of the um, the house and so the 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 like the living room area the lobby area is the second floor technically so Mm. and that's where the okay so it goes down once you after you walk in there's a floor there's a floor underneath it that's the ground floor it's so weird. It is right. No, because it, it's just it just goes up. That's but why. But it's not a basement. It's not technically not a basement because it's not on the ground. It's the ground floor because, like I said, well, the entrance goes up, entr- and then yes, you go you, there into- are stairs to the entrance. So the entrance is technically the lobby of the house is technically the second floor. So it's got to be some high ass stairs to get in. Then they're pretty high. Okay. They're not. They weren't steep though. They weren't hard to climb or anything. Um, and so we're like super impressed. The place is fucking massive there's just so much to look at it's crazy there's like a dining room area that's fairly small but like enough for a family there's a nice kitchen there's a nice little patio area um for a barbecue like just you know like screened out with fans and everything so you're not too hot And there's this huge fucking table like you know those tables in like viking movies where it's just like a giant long table with benches on each side like a cafeteria table yeah there's that with a grill and shit like that there's, so there's a specific area for did barbecue. you guys grill some shit we did some shit damn living room area is massive um giant tv on one side of the living room and then we then you, you walk outside and there's a deck with those fucking like uh, abdomens that are just sitting there the torsos you go down there's a hot tub and then you go out of the screen door and there's a there's a giant pool deck with a pool in it like it's fucking awesome and then you go out to the the backyard is fucking massive there's a fire pit and around the fire pit are a fuck ton of tires that you can sit down and enjoy a fire like in the middle of the night it sounds rich it was fucking awesome and then we started exploring like upstairs and downstairs there's one so you go upstairs once there's a there's a bedroom to the side huge bedroom with a bathroom and this was a master bedroom you go off another side and like there's a small little like I don't even know what it's called, like a small little landing. Like it's such a small little area, but you lit- you can climb up a little ladder and go on to go into this tiny little area. It's barely enough for barely enough to fit one person. It's kind of like a balcony that mm. oversees a TV room, and there's a piano there for no reason. And then you go up another flight of stairs, and that's where the billiard room is. It's like I mean, it's like a landing uh, where there's a bill, there's a billiard table, and that also looks out over the living room area. So like everything's open, so you can see all of it. And that's where the, the master, another bad, the master bedroom is. And like I said, so this is a very tall like cabin, and there's like a like a there's like a crow's nest at the very top. You know, like um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like on a pirate ship, or, or there's like a crow's nest where you climb out there, and you can you climb up to the very top, and you can look over shit. There, this this place kind 
kind of has one because there's a ladder that leads up to this small little landing and it has like it has like um windows all around at the very tippy top peak of the fucking house so you literally can go out there and just survey the area from that t- that little peak is that the half room I mean, it's, no, it's not. It's, okay. No, there's nothing up there. You can just, just stand there and look through the windows. But the shutters were up because from the hurricane of Phoenix prior, so you couldn't see anything. Then Damn. we, then you went, like, so that, this is the, the the third and fourth floor. So you go back downstairs to the lobby, and in the lobby you can go downstairs, and that's where you see the, the second and third and quote-unquote fifth room. Of, I mean, sorry, the third, fourth, and quote-unquote fifth room. There is a room that, um that's, you know, it's you can see it from the, from the, from the front. It has giant windows and it has three sets of bunk beds in it. So there's like an infinite number of beds in that fucking room alone. It's it's a big room. I mean, it just it's just filled with bunk beds. And then to off to another side, there's another room, a windowless room with like four beds in it. And then and you go into an area that looks like it would be a bathroom, but that's where the last bedroom is because there's like two beds in there. So it's it's pretty much meant for like two families like the like the two sets of parents live uh, stay up on on the the, the third and fourth floor where the kids just kind of hang out in the basement area because that's where the game room is mm-hmm. and then and then in the game room and then in, like right next to the game room there's like a there's like another door that's like bolted closed but you can open it it turns out that's like a secret entrance out to the front of the fucking house so there this place has so many fucking so there was no point to use, use the fucking stairs to get in you, you didn't have to no but like you just you just couldn't there's no like lock or key yeah, so you can't lock the way. door behind you from the from the ground floor room it was just kind of like like a like an escape hatch it was fucking massive and then like after we got there we were so excited it's like this is the coolest place we've ever been to we paid a fair amount of money for this place but we're just like we're gonna enjoy this place and i'm like then i started realizing this is kind of creepy like some things about this house are that's what i was gonna say it sounds like you know because most cabin in the woods movies are horror movies that's exactly what i was but this was like it, it seems to me like the most intricate fucking cabin in the woods type of movie it's like saw in the woods yeah there's so many rooms and secret doors and passageways that you get lost the whole time i definitely called it a cabin in the woods a couple of times after a while like this is getting creepy and then i looked out the window and i'm like i just recently saw it chapter two the the the, the fucking motif of that movie are red balloons that's usually what you see when when you know it's when you see pennywise close by and shit like that you look out the window there's a red ball the same exact same fucking shade of red that you see in the balloon in the movie so I'm like well that's creepy um okay and then we just start warning everybody we're just like okay and so I just start making a room like lock the door to any fucking exit that you guys should go out of just in case because it's getting creepy and then like and then like our other our, his other friends came by and that's what they saw it at night so they saw how creepy it was so we're just like let's make sure that like lights are left on like in some parts of the house because this is getting real creepy because there aren't any street lights in the area either yeah. so it gets pitch fucking black it's again it's quite creepy I didn't sleep very well, but not because of anything particular. But then the last night, I heard a lot of fucking noises in the house. It's there's a lot of creaking, and those old houses just yeah, settle all night. It's so creepy, especially when ghosts are walking so around. So there's all I'm always like I'm always talking to my friend. I'm like, you were talking around this time, right? Like I gave like two nineteen in the morning. You were on the phone, right? He goes, 
yes, I was. Okay, like, okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Because, like, that's how creepy it is. We're always, like, hearing shit around the house. We don't know what it is. So we're always just like, is that you? Yeah, okay, we're good. All right. Especially when it's you guys. and Like, it's a big house and it's maybe not that many people. And you could be, Well, like, it was five out. of us at first, but three of them left. So it was just me and my friend. So when we were, the last night we were there, I'm just like, it was, it was you, right? Yeah, you know, that's like that. got to be, like, super creepy. It's just creepy. Two people exactly. left behind. Yeah, it was, it was quite creepy. And then the last night I looked out to, towards the window to look at the red ball again and right next to it the kids toy and I'm like fuck you who the fuck did this this is a prank isn't it I, yeah it was creepy but it was awesome was like, it a I, prank I, no, I don't know you I don't never found so. out who I put the found, toy I next to it I never found out who put the toy next to it but there was a toy there and it was, it was fucking scaring the shit out of me but either way it was a great house and I think we should go <laughs> It's, dude, I'm in. I'm not. I'm not scared of no ghosts. Yeah, you so. are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not. The fuck? Like I'm in. I, it sounds fucking fun. It's it awesome. But I just I would never go there by myself. What if it was just creepy. you and someone else? Just two people. I probably wouldn't do it again. It's it's really creepy. Yeah. It's too creepy for two people. But like, it wasn't that creepy with five. No, because like like you know three people were in the bottom floor. I took the second to the highest room, and then my friend took the highest room. So there was always somebody in the house. You know, always some. We we knew where we kind of could take account to where everybody was and aside from the living room area and the outside areas we knew it like where they were and shit like that yeah. the places we couldn't account for and if you hear a noise you figure it could be either of them yeah it's exactly like, oh, it could be all these there's people. so many people in the house yeah. you know we're, we're not afraid but like it's just two people yeah, you there's just always... like you laying there and you hear the other guy masturbating. You're like, is that a ghost? <laughs> I know I heard a lot of like, and it's like <laughs> there's so much creaking and the walls are fairly thin. So like, like I was in the kitchen cleaning shit up and like I, I heard a lot of footsteps. So when he when he when he funny when he finally came down, I'm like, you were moving around upstairs, right? He goes, yeah. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> so you had to double check yeah, everything yeah, exactly. sure it was someone yeah because at that house there's a lot of I think it's mainly just the setting that you know you're like an hour away from everything no, you're like in the middle of the darkness it wasn't that far but it, 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 the house is creepy the trust fact me. that there's torsos laying about the torsos weren't that scary like at first they're jarring but after a while you're like, it's, just, it's, it's just decoration but the house is creepy like that at sounds, night it's very creepy that sounds like a good house to have like a shit ton of people like, yeah like definitely a, like, a, like, a, like a party like a weekend party or you're not allowed that parties there that's one of the rules of the air no but like a chill like a yeah, chill yeah, party yeah. not like not you invite people but just everyone who's staying there yeah oh you know definitely. what i mean yeah yeah it's i would go back i think we should go back i would love to go back i just won't go by myself because it's way too scary i'm down yeah. what if what if i get everyone to leave in the middle of the night and then you stay behind because while you sleep i'll get everyone to just like scatter out like let's go let's go, let's go. why would you do that just to fuck with you. We'll come no. back an hour later. Yeah, and you, you wake everybody up from sleeping to do that? Yeah, I think it'll do it. I'm sure they'll be, it would be For worth joke, it, right? Yeah, yeah it would definitely be worth it. it. I think it's awesome. Um, I think you guys, if you guys are in Miami, you guys should check it out. I, won't tell, I don't want to tell you where it is, but look it up. Yeah, it's your secret spot, dude. Look it up. Look you it already up, said too much when you said Homestead. I mean, it's, I gave you a fair amount of fucking like um, descriptions and yeah, details. Yeah, just look the for place. the one with the red balloon thing. <laughs> and the torsos and <laughs> the yeah. phone booth. Yeah, but it was oh yeah, another weird detail. The entire game room, um, the the ceiling was covered in aluminum foil. That is weird. That's weird, right? It that is weird. Crumpled up aluminum foil, like lined the ceiling and the walls of where the TVs were. 
It was really strange. I'm surprised like, you guys survived. Like, I thought about it. I'm like, this must be an elaborate fucking Cabin in the Woods type scenario where someone's going to just come in the middle of the night and just murder all of us. It's just a trap in order to bait us into, like, oh, yeah, it's a nice house. Let's get all these people here and just kill them in the middle of the night. I don't think they're doing that because if they did that, it's a one-time deal. Yeah. Because it's through Airbnb. Yeah. I think what they're doing is that they're secretly recording everyone in the house. Oh they, no! They 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 were upfront about that though. There were but there were cameras around. They told us. But that's what they love to do. They just sit there and, and watch. watch the tapes and watch people react to the house. I guess so. I think that's their thing. Maybe. Yeah. They could have gotten that because they did say like there were there were definitely cameras. They said that you you will be recorded, but you can request ahead of time for us to turn it off. I just forgot to. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, it's possible. If you would have told them to turn it off, they probably would have would have killed you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I guess good thing you didn't. I think it's a good thing I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just murder. But all yeah, guys. no, that was an awesome house. I really want to go back, and it was just something to talk about on, on Dude, the. Dude, I podcast. can't. I can't wait to go. I really want to go. See how creepy it is. It's Call you creepy. a bitch. It's like it's not that creepy. You'll see. Oh, and then again, I get I get spooked quite easily. So. Yeah. yeah, we were watching it, John and I were watching it chapter two, and I'm like, uh, I got spooked, and John's like, it wasn't that spooky. You know, it was like, not. The first one was spookier. Yeah, I agree, but I was spooked. It's not like I wasn't and spooked. Plus, it they have a formula. They walk around. Each of them like okay, the movie starts. They set something, then each of them see a vision of yeah. something, and then it's like, but both chapters are the same exact thing. Yeah, but it's not like the visions aren't spooky. No, but the visions themselves, they're the same thing. They see something that eventually starts running towards them really fast. Yeah, but again, it's not like the visions aren't spooky. Cause yeah, but you get are. used to it. It's like, okay, now this thing's going to run towards the character super fast. So it's like, it's it's very like, I don't know, formulaic. That's just the, that's just the director, because apparently he did that in his last movie too. So. Yeah, super formulaic. That's just, just who like, he is. Mm. But it's still not, I still, it doesn't, I don't know, I don't think it takes away from the creep factor. I still think it's creepy. First one's creepy. Those visuals, I, I agree. Uh, I think the visuals are creepy. They always make Pennywise seem very creepy, very scary, like, because apparently a lot, because a lot of it's practical effects and it works. It works in so many ways. That's why I'm yeah. like, this is creepy. But yeah, no. Your puss. I guess so. I'm trying to say. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, anything and everything we talked about, you can find at droplumps.com. You can follow us on Twitter at droplumpsbc. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash droplumpspodcast. Or by searching Droplumps Productions on Facebook. You can follow me on the Instagram at droplumpsloads. And please go check out our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash droplumpsp. That's droplumpsloads and the letter P. Oh, yeah. And also go check out Dumb Down on YouTube. Just search Dumb Down. And also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dumb Down YT and on Instagram at Dumb Down YT. Also, don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. It's just a cool network of podcasts started up by the dudes at Pure BS. You can find that at bspodcastnetwork.com or you can go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash network to really help us out. Donate a few shekels. It'll really, really directly help us out. Um, we're also on two internet radio stations. The first one's the Mixed Talk. You can find it at themixx.fm. We're played on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also on Cornucopia Radio. That's C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio. .co.uk we're played randomly once throughout the week hopefully one day you just happen to tune in and catch us and please don't forget to check out the Don Francisco Promise Historia that is SBJ's fourth finest hour of his entire life that's so that's three more awesome things he's done beforehand so four 
This is the fourth best thing he's ever done in his long life of 30, 31 years. Damn, you're trying to say 32. Yeah, I almost called him 32. Um, so check it out at droppingloads.podbean.com. It's our only premium episode for $1.50. And uh, again, don't forget to check out the YouTube, youtube.com slash droppingloadsp. Uh, weekly videos are going up, and you will see a variety of things like the ODG show, uh, Wake Up with a Real Dorky Hero, What the Con, where we ask random people at conventions about silly questions and spj and i have a show where we either play video games or watch korean music videos because that is where it's at k-pop until next time we love dropping loads of course, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's you expected to get good grades? Fuck Mike. I was like, I don't know. I think Mike's pretty cool. And he goes, yeah, he's all right. Man, he's the only Asian comic book man. He's a, he's a douche. Belt was a butterfly. Like, come so on. So hot. Maybe WWE's just getting more woke. If you like stand-up comedy, sports, entertainment, interviews with guests, things you talk about with your boys in the Man Cave, then tune into the Man Cave Chronicles podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, and Pocket Cast.